Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to Cup of Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Heidi B, and on this show, we'll talk truth on tough topics to help you normalize and navigate the junk and invite you to choose epic joy on the daily. Because let's be honest, life gets to be a whole lot of both. We'll jam on beliefs, breakups, body image, and so much more to create breakthroughs and become the truest you. Like my mama B always says, put a smile on your face and joy in your heart. Let's start. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Cup of Joy, the podcast. This is Heidi B. And today I am doing a solo jam. I am feeling really, really good this week. This is my birthday week. And I got to thinking about what I wanted to do for solo jam this week. And it became very clear, very fast that I wanted to talk about life. Things that I've learned, um, 38 things that I've learned to feel great at 38. And I've learned a lot over the past 38 years. It hasn't all been rosy posy by any means. And all of the pain is so purposeful, so beautiful. All of the growth that I've been able to have from the journey that I've been on so far is truly something that has been a delight to reflect on. So today I'm going to bring that topic to you of why 38 feels great. And, you know, holy smokes, the past few years have really shifted and changed so flippin' much. And so I really wanted to take a moment to just dive into some of the life lessons that I've learned. And hopefully if these are life lessons that you're hoping to learn or looking to learn or maybe learned yourself, we'll find ourselves sharing our stories at some point in your journey. So I'm just going to go through the 38 things that I took some time to journal on this week and really thinking back to the woman that I, I have been, the woman that I have evolved into, and the woman that I truly desire to be as the years continue to go on and show me so much and reveal so much. So the first thing, Number one, do you guys think I should go to number one to number 38 or number 38 to number one? It doesn't matter. It's all the same. They're in no particular order. They're not best to worst, worst to best. So I'm just going to share them out with you. So the first thing that I've learned in the past couple of years is you have to love yourself fully. No one can love you more than you love yourself. And take this from somebody who learned it the hard way. Um, I spent a lot of time in my life, as many of us do, seeking things outside of myself to bring me love, to bring me happiness, to bring me connection, to bring me joy. And what I learned after I went through one of the most difficult times in my life was that my ex-husband cannot love me fully because I did not love myself fully. And when I embarked on this journey of self-development, self-growth, finding myself, finding my passion, loving my body, learning to really let go and surrender to the things that were no longer serving me in my life and call in the things that I truly desired and believed, shifted my beliefs fully to know that anything that I desire, I deserve. Anything that I desire, I get to design. And I want you guys to take that with you. Anything that you desire, you get to design. We are the creators and destroyers of our life. But so often, we let our minds take us on a ride and we find ourselves in the passenger seat of our own life, on autopilot of our own lives. And we don't, it doesn't have to be that way. So I'm not going to go into detail right now, but. Number one is so important because until you fully love yourself, 
no one can love you more than you love yourself. So if you're at about like a 60% of self-love, we've got a little bit of work to do because you're only going to be able to receive the partner, the mate, the love from others in your family, your sisters, your brothers, your coworkers, whatever, whoever gives you love, you're only going to be able to call in and attract the percentage of what you give to yourself first. So we've got to really dig into how to do that. And I do that in my life coaching. And it's such a blessing every day to meet people who are from all different walks of life. Some of them are at a 10% joy level. Some of them are at a 50% joy level. Some of them are at a 95% joy level, but there's still a little bit more that they want to achieve, that they want to be at, that they want to live at, that they want to vibrate at. And so we really work through all the joy robbers, all the blockades that are sitting in the way of fully loving, fully embracing, fully being all that you desire and deserve because no one can love you more than you love yourself. And I know this because I finally love myself fully. It's all there. It's all there for the taking. So no matter what enters or exits my life, I've got myself. I've got my back. I've got my joy. I've got my confidence. I've got my strength. I've got my peace. I've got my grace. I've got the space within me to give me everything that I need to be whole. And that doesn't mean that I don't love all the other things that contribute to what makes me me, my friends, my family, the loved ones, the growth, the mentors, the coaches, the people, my paddleboard for gosh sakes. Like there are external things that bring us all of those things as well, but those get to be the extra percentage. I call it the icing on the cake. Those get to be the extra 10, 20, 30, or a hundred percent, but it builds up to 200%. It never just completes your 100%. You build your 100% first and every other thing that comes in and is called in that is created by you, that is designed by all that you desire is an, a bonus. So that's my number one. Number two is take radical responsibility for everything in your life. You are not a victim. You are not a survivor. These things are just identities that are put in the way to label us, to make us feel like there's something else that's troubled us, something else that's wronged us, something else that's gotten in the way. But remember, we're the creators and we're the destroyers and we're the designers of everything we desire in our life. So we have to take radical responsibility for everything that happens. And sometimes there's shitty things that happen. Sometimes there's really crappy things that happen. But if I can take radical responsibility that there at some point in time was something that affected my experience, that called that into my life, that brought that upon, and just navigate from that point on, just saying, okay, for instance, in my divorce, okay, there's two people in that relationship. There's something that I contributed to that experience that led to the demise of it. And it wasn't until I started taking radical responsibility for that pain that everything shifted. Everything is happening for you in perfect timing. Everything is happening for you just as it needs to unfold. So if we can live from that space and that mantra and take radical responsibility for everything in our lives, whoa, that's been huge in my life. I talked about this one on my lives today, and that's A plus assumptions. Number three is A plus assumptions. 
instead of allowing my brain to go to, what if that, what if that, what if this goes wrong? What if that goes wrong? I say to myself, what if everything goes the way that I planned it? What if everything goes, not even the way that I planned it, what if everything that goes the way that it just needs to go? And I can live with that. Even if it means that my raft pops while I'm on a rafting trip, A plus assumptions, that's how it was supposed to be. How, it's, it's a game changer, you guys. It really makes my life so much different. Number four, live in the now mode. Bring yourself back to presence every single day. How can you make yourself feel more presence? Live in the now. Future focus is fear. That's why we feel so funked up. Past is pain. And sometimes it's hard to process the pain. But the present is purposeful. It's peaceful. When you're truly present, it's calm. It's peaceful. It's purposeful. So live in now mode has really changed my life. Number five, it gets to be both. You don't always have to choose one or the other. So often we're like, well, it has to be this or it has to be that. I have to go to this thing or I have to go to that thing. And we really have lost our sense of creativity of how can I include both? How can it get to be both? And it really can if we're willing to just go there and get creative. So I'm always asking myself, okay, and this comes down to emotionality too. So often it's like, well, I have to be happy or sad. I have to be happy or angry. And these two emotions like fight each other. Like it just has to be all or nothing. And no, it gets to be both. I can be sad in my body and I can also feel happy about something that's happening in my life. They get to live together and in fact they do. Number six, this one I took from um, a mentor of mine who I follow, her name's Angie Lee. And she always says that ready is a lie. Get messy and start before you're ready. This has been so powerful over the past couple of years as I've been building my online coaching business. And so often our brains go to work, and they say, well, you have to have the website and you have to have the podcast and you have to have 100,000 followers and you have to be the best at everything and you have to and you have to and you have to and you have to and you don't know enough. And what I've learned is that what I've got right now is enough. And there's people out there who need what I've got. And I've healed so much on my journey that ready is a lie. And every single time that I've taken messy action and just put myself out there and offered from a heart-centered space of giving and service, it, it's so transformative. Everything comes to me that needs to come to me. And I can serve so beautifully. So start before you're ready. If you don't know how to play the guitar, just buy the guitar. <laughs> buy the sheet music. Start to plunk away. Start to just watch YouTube videos. What's the smallest step that you can take in the direction that you want to go? Ready is a lie. Take messy action and start before you're ready has been so transformative. Number seven, if you desire it, you can acquire it. Going back to what I said in the beginning, if you desire it, you can design it. We're the creators. So if you feel the desire, just take the next smallest step to acquiring it. And it might not happen overnight. Most times it doesn't. But hold the vision for that. Every morning I script what my life looks like as if I already have and already am all the things that I desire to be. And I just keep creating it every single day, a little by little by little. If you desire it, you can acquire it. The problem is, is that so many of us don't actually believe that we can acquire it. We desire it, but we don't allow our bodies to believe that we can acquire it. 
So we have to do the work to know that manifestation is real. And if you desire it, you just have to breathe it into life. You just have to keep believing that that is already yours, that you are already that person. If you're really, really shy right now and you just want to be bold and bright and confident, right? And shyness can be confidence too. How can you start to just act as if you were already that woman, already that man? So powerful. Number eight, do the work. Do the work. You know, I was talking about this on my live this morning and, and, and so many times people do the external work. So they'll work out and they'll do the nutrition plan and do all the things to really shift and change their bodies. Well, the reason why your body shifts and changes when you're committed to an external plan is that you're, you're committed to it. You keep showing up. You keep doing those exercises over and over and over until your muscles know what they need to do to morph into what you want them to be. And similarly, if we want to shift and change our belief system to acquire everything that we desire, we have to do the work internally. These are the internal exercises. The problem is, is that so many times we want a quick fix. So we go on a six six day juice cleanse or a 21 day plan or a whatever, whatever. And we think that that's going to do the job, but we haven't done the inside job to shift and change the beliefs that are attached to those behaviors. So I have learned how to do the work and made it my life's purpose to teach other people how to do the work. Number eight, make it fun. Play regularly. We need to get back to this playfulness. And when I started doing this and started doing cartwheels on my walks in the morning and running when my body felt like running and playing Yahtzee at night just for kicks and buying a coloring book and coloring once in a while and really inviting playfulness into my day and giggling about things and all these things, it's just made life so much more enjoyable. Number 10, notice your breath. <sighs> Just taking a deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. Noticing my breath has been one of the most powerful things that I've learned this year. And because of this, I'm becoming a breathwork facilitator to teach other people how to heal their emotionality and the traumas that are trapped in their bodies through breath. It's really, really simple, and I can't wait to bring that to you guys really, really soon. Number 11, slow down, really stop and smell the roses. Literally stop on your walk or your jog or your way to work when you're walking into your building and smell the roses. We are moving far too fast-paced in our everyday lives, and we just need to slow down. We just need to slow down and let our nervous system and our bodies just feed off of this space of slowness and stillness and oneness because we can't tap into our higher self, our truth, our intuition from this go, 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 crazy mode. Gotta slow down. One way that I do this is number 12, hashtag joy spotting. You guys have seen me post about joy spotting all the time and joy spotting is going out and seeking joy in all of the tiny little tidbits that life has to offer. You can do this in your own space at work. 
You can do this. I love going out for walks and going joy spotting. It makes walking and moving your body so much more enjoyable when you're literally looking for joy to expand in your life and you find it, you call this feeling into your body and it's so powerful. So go out today, go joy spotting, look for joy and take pictures of everywhere that you find joy in the subtleties, in the flowers, in the butterflies, in a house that you want to manifest, in some kids playing in the park, in you doing a somersault in the grass. That'd be hard to take a picture of, but just enjoy joy spotting, take pictures of it, post it on your social media and tag me at joyfully be or Heidi B on Facebook and really get into this embodiment of joy. It's been really powerful in my life. Number 13, surrender over struggle. You guys, control is the struggle. I controlled food for so long. I controlled my weight for so long, and it made me feel in this struggle state all the time, like I was never good enough. And control is just the lack of trust in our bodies. So we have to learn how to surrender, surrender, surrender. Just allow yourself to go with the flow of life and know that everything is happening and for you, for you in perfect timing. When we try to control everything outside of ourselves, the only thing that we can control is how we respond to life. That's the only thing we can control is how we respond to every situation. So let's meet every situation with kindness, love, compassion, patience, understanding, stillness, slowness, and our highest, most authentic selves. Number 14, there is nothing to fear when everything is happening in perfect timing. You guys have heard me say this over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And I will get this tattoo. I just haven't gotten it yet. So many of my sisters out there have gotten it from my coaching practice. And this is my coach, Samantha Skelly's number one quote, everything is happening for me in perfect timing. And if you truly can start living from this space that everything is happening for me in perfect timing, there is nothing to fear. Surrender comes in so easily when I know that might, I might not be able to see it right now. It may feel like a struggle. It may feel like pain. It may feel like hurt. But if this is everything happening for me in perfect timing, then there is a reason for this pain. It may become my purpose. And it's happening for me and everything in life will unfold just as it needs to in each moment. Number 15, comparison is the thief of joy. Whoa, this is a big one. I have found myself over the past couple of years strolling and trolling social media more than necessary using this little device on my phone to just try to see how other people are doing it. Try to be like other people. And the problem with that is that we're all unique. And the people that I'm going to serve in my coaching practice are meant for me. They're already there. They're already breathed into existence. They're already on their way to me. And I don't need to be like any other coach out there. In fact, if I am, what's special in that? So we need to just stop comparing because it's stealing our joy. Stop looking around at everybody else's body, at everybody else's language, at everybody else's hobbies, at everybody else's careers, and just do you, boo. Let's spend more energy looking inward than we do looking outward. Let's spend more time 
gifting things on social media, giving information, giving good vibes to the world than we do taking it. Let's spend more time giving than we do receiving. Number 16, listen more, talk less, learn how to ask questions. This has been a huge one because I love to talk. It's probably why I have a podcast. It's probably why I'm a coach. But in coaching, the number one thing is that we're the guide to help you uncover and discover all that you already are. And so we have to listen more and talk less. How can I really tune into the sense of sound, listen to what's happening, and then mirror back to each and every person the gifts that they already have. I've learned how to ask really, really good questions to learn more, to grow more. Because the less that I talk, the more that I receive, the more that I get to take in, the more that I get to learn, the more that I get to grow. Listen more, talk less, learn how to ask questions. Number 17, let kids take the lead and join in. We've forgotten what it feels like to just be a kid, to just be free, to just be curious, to just be playful, to just be fearless, to just be creative. So I found in watching my niece and my nephew over the past couple of weeks as an auntie, that if I just let them lead and I follow along, building the forts, following in their footsteps, skipping. If they're skipping, I'm skipping. If they're laughing, I'm laughing. If they're cracking a joke, I'm going to crack a joke. If they're coloring, I'm coloring. What can I do to be in the essence of childlike play more often? Let children lead and join in. Number 18, get a coach. Get a coach. I resisted this for a long time because I don't want to pay somebody to tell me how to live my life. That was my ego talking. I'm a six-figure woman in the corporate world, and I know how to do everything, and I don't need help. I'll figure it out on my own. I'll read every self-development book. I'll do it. I'll blah, 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 hustle, push, shove my way to it. And the reality was is that I really just needed somebody to stand next to me to help reflect all that I was inside, to help me slow down to teach me this toolbox of transformation. And once I had that coach, my life completely transformed from the inside out. I no longer diet. I no longer weigh my food. I no longer overexercise. I just live in this abundant mindset space and really, truly cherish each moment of my life but that came from getting a coach to really be right by my side and show me what I wasn't seeing. Number 19, what we focus on expands. So where are you looking? Where is your energy? It's like when you buy the brand new car and you're think, you think you're the only one that has the yellow Camry. That's what I had for a long time, a yellow Camry. <laughs> and then you realize that so many people have a yellow Camry. Holy smokes, they're everywhere. So we have to be really, really careful where our energy, thoughts, energy, and thoughts go. Because whatever we say, whatever we think, whatever we search for expands. That's why joy spotting is so impactful. Number 20, give what you need the most. On the days where I'm feeling really drained, 
on the days where I'm feeling a little bit sad, on the days where I really, really need connection, I give those things to other people. How can I give you love? How can I give you connection? How can I give you my attention? How can I give you my presence? And in serving others, in giving to others, you get it back tenfold. So whatever you are desiring, craving, needing most today, go out and give it first. Whatever you give, you will receive back. Number 21, eating intuit intuitive eating is possible. Intuitive eating is actually possible. And I never thought that this would be possible. No more scales, no more calorie counting. Trust myself with food because I learned how to love and accept my body. I learned how to talk to my body. I learned how to be in my body. I learned how to, I learned the warning signals of when I was trying to self-sabotage. All of those things, by the way, came with getting a coach. So if you're seeking those things, I would love to support you in that space. Number 22, manifestation is real. We are the creators, we are the destroyers, and practice this daily. I talked earlier about scripting, and scripting is simply a practice where you get your journal out every morning and you write as if you already have the life that you desire. So for me, a lot of mornings that looks like, oh my gosh, Heidi, I can't believe that we're here again this morning, sitting on the front, sitting on the back deck of our beautiful lake house, sipping on our French press coffee, watching the sunrise. In a few minutes, we're gonna take that paddleboard out for a cruise. And when we get back, there are going to be over a hundred women waiting in the Joy Vibe Tribe, ready to do mermaid morning routine, uplifting our energy, being together. And after that, creating this beautiful, welcoming in these beautiful souls to an epic retreat experience on at our lake house. So I breathe these things in, I write these things into existence. And every day I get a little bit closer, a little bit closer, a little bit closer to that vision. And I love being able to watch that unfold. Manifestation is so real, but we have to practice it. Number 23, community is my true craving. I love tribe. I love connecting with people. I love girl groups. I love just communities of like-minded people, which is why I have been creating group transformations and retreats and things like that to really bring in this energy of a collective. This I've got a book club too, and we get in there and we talk about all these deep-rooted things. It's so beautiful. So if you're craving community and connection like I was, it is available to you. You just have to be willing to show up for others. Number 24, friendship is easy when you arrive as your true self and attract all that you are. For a long time, I thought that I just wasn't good at having girlfriends. Like I, I had a lot of guy friends and felt more connected to guys. But the reality is, is I wasn't showing up as the girlfriend that I needed to show up as to attract the girlfriends that I wanted to attract. And once I really did this deep self-development work and uncovered all these things about myself and what activated me and what triggers were there and why I was acting a certain way and really surrendered to these things that were getting in my way of incredible friendships, lo and behold, the most beautiful friendships and relationships arrived into my life. Number 25, busy is bullshit. Check your priorities. 
I really stopped using busy a while ago. I'm busy. I'm busy. Oh, I'm so busy for that. I'm too busy for that. Rebrand, you're fucking busy. I'm sorry, you guys, but stop using the word busy. You're not busy. You just have made other things a priority. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't 20 things that you really want to do. And 10 of those things are the first top priorities. That's true. But you're not too busy to fit in all 20 things. You're just too busy to prioritize them and do them the way that you want to. This comes with releasing expectations. So you can do all 20 things. They might just have to be look a different look a little bit different. You can do all 20 things all in one day if you make it a priority. But the problem is is we don't make them a priority. So rebrand your busy. Busy is bullshit. Check your priorities. Number 26, it's better to be honest, even if it hurts, than to lie and let the silence of pain progress. We've got to start being honest with each other, with our partners, with our parents, with our siblings. And what this comes down to for me was I was a huge people pleaser and always trying to do and say what everybody needed me to do and say to get them to love me and like me. And the reality is, is I can still speak my truth be honest in a politeful, loving, caring way, know that we can agree to disagree and still find love and connection with those that truly, truly mean the most to me. So it's better to tell the truth, even if it hurts someone's feelings, if you're coming from a place of love, than it is to lie just to make them feel good. And eventually down the road, those truths are gonna surface, so it's better to be honest from the start because the pain will just progress and it eventually will appear. Number 27, my energy and zest for life and joy are my superpower. I have tried to deny the fact that my energetics and enthusiasm and joy and zest for life were too much for people for too long. And this comes back to the people pleasing. And now I don't freaking care. I know that there are people that want my joy, that want my energy, that desire this kind of zest, that want to learn how to have that, that want to learn how to uncover and discover it in their own lives. And that is my superpower. And that is why I teach joy every single day. Number 28, gratitude is truly the best attitude. Simply put, every day, three pieces of gratitude to change your attitude. Start your day with it, end your day with it. And if ever you're feeling yuck and stuck, close your eyes, put your hands over your heart and speak out loud everything that you are grateful for. Even if it's just, I'm so grateful to be taking these breaths. I'm so grateful to have all of my limbs. I'm so grateful to have this eyesight. I'm so grateful to have a space to call home. And invite in the feelings of gratitude into your body and watch the energy shift. It's beautiful. Number 29, survive or thrive, you choose. You choose. I did a whole podcast on this that so often we're in survival, go, 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 stay alive mode instead of thrive mode. Yeah. Create it, be it, dream it, up level it, shift it, change it versus ah, what's next? What's going to happen? You get to choose it. You get to be it. 
you get to design it, you get to create it. Number 30, super selfies to live by. These are my go-tos when I'm feeling a little bit off or in a funk. I have to ask myself, which super selfie element is missing here? And these are the super selfies. Slow, sweat, serve, socialize, sexy, silly, and celebrate. If any one of those is missing from my day, I may find myself in a funk. So I live with intention every day of how to get in the slowness, how to sweat, how to serve, how to socialize, how to feel sexy, how to feel silly, and how to celebrate. So if you ever find yourself out of tune with your greatness, I want you to use these super selfies and ask yourself which one is off and how can I serve that? Number 31, it gets to be easy. Life is complicated for complicated people. Life is easy for people who are at ease. Again, you get to choose. So let life be easy. I'll use the example of technology right here. So many times I get frustrated with technology. It doesn't record. I can't upload it or download it or sideload it, whatever it is. <laughs> and I lived with this story for so long that this is so complicated. This is so hard. But then I learned this process of it gets to be easy. And I just slow down and get present and tell myself, hold on, Heidi. This gets to be easy. Life gets to be easy. And when I slide into that mode, guess what? Usually I can figure it out with ease, with lightness. So we've got to shift out of this hustle, go, 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 force, force, force into this ease. And it's way more fun that way too, right? Number 32, I am here on purpose with purpose. One of the most powerful phrases I used, I, I've learned from my yoga teacher, Dharma, Dharma Shakti. She's incredible. Go look her up online. Um, I'm here on purpose with purpose. I often repeat this phrase to myself over and over and over again. And, and a lot of us have worthiness wounds, enoughness wounds. And when I start to slide into that mindset, I just remind myself, you are here on purpose. You are here with purpose and your pain is your purpose. If you're ever questioning what your purpose is, I want you to ask yourself, what's the most painful thing that you've ever been through? And a lot of times, that's our purpose. I truly believe that the universe doesn't put pain in our life to make us, to make us feel pain. I feel like the universe, God, source, whatever you want it to believe, puts pain in our lives to teach us lessons to help us help others. So my pain from heartache, from heartbreak, from divorce, from body image, from hating my body, all of those things are now my purpose to help other people find their joy, find their purpose, find their healing, because I was able to do just that. Number 33, the, uh, the Divorce Girls Diet Book is coming in 2021. Does anybody know a publisher? I've never written a book. But this is on my bucket list. This is on my life list for 2021. I want to call it the Divorce Girls Diet. Has nothing to do with dieting whatsoever, other than the fact that a diet is just a plan that you follow to um, repattern your body. 
So when I was going through my divorce, I didn't have anybody out there that I knew that was teaching about how to heal heartache and heartbreak, how to find your joy, how to reclaim your joy. So I want to write a book all about that. And um, I want to write it in 2021, but I've never written a book. I don't know how to write a book. So if you're listening to this podcast and you know how to write books or you know a publisher or you know the process of how to become either self-published or if you know a great publisher that would be someone that I could connect with, I would love for you to reach out to me at Joyfully Be on Instagram or um, on Facebook. My name is Heidi B. Or heidi.joyfullybe at gmail.com and send me the information, make the connections with me, help me put this out there. You guys, we have to design what we desire. So by me speaking this out loud, I start to get a little bit tingly. I start to get a little bit jittery, like, oh my gosh, like I really do want to write a book, but that's so freaking scary, which is why I know I have to run towards that vision because 38 feels great. And 39 is going to be off the charts. Um, when I learn how to do this, 34, transformation happens at the intersection of love and pain. We have to feel it all. So the, the moments in which I've transformed the most is when that pain is right there. It's strong. It's heavy. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And then I invite in love, love and compassion for myself in this space of hurt and ache and pain. And they get to live each other, live with each other and wrap their arms, arms around each other and heal together. Transformation happens at the intersection of love and pain. So if you hate your body, great. We're going to love our body and acknowledge that we hate our body at the same time. And through that, knowing and acceptance and inclusion is transformation. You feel like you're so stuck in heartache and heartbreak and you don't know how to find your joy again. Great. Here's the pain. And at the intersection of that is so much love and so much compassion from within. And we're going to uplift that love and compassion to live in this space of heartache and heartbreak to transform back into joy. It's such a beautiful, beautiful saying. Number 35, water gives me clarity, comfort, and calm. You guys know I talk a lot about mermaids and I've realized that I have this really big water quality in my body, which is very mothering, very nurturing and water gives me clarity. That's why I bought a paddleboard to be out on the water, to paddle so softly, so still, still and find clarity within my body. That stillness provides so much clarity. Number 36, I am a teacher, I am a mother, not in the traditional sense, but my soul is fulfilled in these ways. Um, for so long, people would always ask me, are you a teacher? Because my mom's a teacher, my grandma was a teacher. Um, and when are you going to be a mom? You'd be such a good mom. And the reality is, is the work that I do in coaching fulfills my need, this mothering need, this nurturing need with all of my clients, with all of my students, with those people in my life that I love so dearly. And I get to teach every single day. And that makes me so happy. Number 37, stop trying so hard. Just be you. For so long, it was just like, okay, well, I have to do this and I have to do that and I have to act like this and I have to show up for people and I have to buy everybody birthday presents and I have to do all the things and it has to be just like this. And it was exhausting. And when I stopped trying and I just showed up as me with this energetic buzz and this zest for life and this knowing of joy, it attracts everything that I need and it gets to be easy. 
And number 38, the grand finale. Business isn't built by strategy and spreadsheets. It's built with heart and soul. You know, I, I, I don't aspire to be somebody that owns a corporation in a bank building that looks like one of these huge skyscrapers. I want to have such a heart-centered, soulful-centered business where people know that they come to me for deep-rooted transformation, for love, compassion, joy, healing, nurturing, guidance. And I'm not going to do that through this push and shove, through these slimy marketing schemes that are out there where you just kind of berate people with uh, a bunch of half-truths. Mine's going to be all truth, all heart, all soul. And if you're hearing my messages on Cup of Joy, the podcast, I want you to know that my space is a safe space that you can always return to, to help shift your junk to joy, to help find a little more truth in yourself, to try to up-level your life a little bit more. And I'd love to hear your stories. So reach out to me, DM me, send me messages. I'd love to connect with you. So 38 feels pretty damn great. 38 feels so freaking great. I really, truly, I found love with for myself 100%, which has attracted love into my life tenfold, love in my friendships, love in my romantic relationships, love in my neighborhood, love in my home, love within myself, love within my body. And all of that is so available and so ready for you if you're ready to receive these messages and these lessons in your life. It's all available to you. So thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening. I encourage you on your next birthday, or even if it's just past, to write down so many of the lessons that you've learned in your life this far and share it with me. Send me your list. Jump on a call with me. Let's do it. I want to hear from you. Thank you so, so much for sharing this space and this time with me today. It truly is my life's biggest gift to share these messages with you. I want you guys to all Go out into the world, shine your light bright, and love yourself healthy. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you love what you heard, please take a quick second to screenshot this episode and share it with someone that you know would love it. Connecting with you brings sunshine to my soul. So let's continue the conversation on Instagram at joyfullybe. Drop me a message, question, or share your own junk to joy story with me. Remember that joy is contagious. You can help me spread it by leaving a little buzz aka a review on apple podcast to learn more about cup of joy the podcast and my soulful services visit cupofjoythepodcast.com chat soon